Hey, it's the God Awful Gospel Hour with your host, Josh. Yeah. Yeah, Josh and me, Donnie. Yeah. We, um, should we call ourselves deacons? The, 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 the cardinals? The cardinals, bishops. Registrars. Yeah, I don't know. Of the God Awful we, Gospel we Hour. We come up with official titles. It's been a while to come up with a name. We, we were called Die Rules for a while. We were calling it I Don't Like That Kind of Talk Show. Yeah. <laughs> off of Mrs. Soprano. I don't like that kind of talk. Yeah, we got we got Patrick Soys with us. Hey, how y'all doing? Peasy. Doing good, man. Fucking uh down here in South. Yep. South Austin. I love it. Deep. Deep South. Deep, the deep, deep South. Manslaughter. The manslaughter area. Yeah, man. Uh, this is uh this is funny. Like this this neighborhood this reminds me of like clean where I'm from. When you get down here, it's like Central Texas. It's just oh, yeah. kind of like, it looks like, it's like Austin has like, you know, the city feel to it. But every now and then you'll find a neighborhood and you're like, oh, this, this is like small town Texas. This wasn't here. Yeah, this reminds me of like 90s suburban Texas. Yeah. You can look on Google Street View from 2007 and see where Westgate ends yeah. right there and there's a barricade and none of those streets where the breadbasket yeah. was or anything, this was not there. Like it's all very new. Yeah, this house was built in 1980. This whole neighborhood was built in 1986. So this was here, but nothing was around it. It was just well, thank roads. You. Yeah, take me home. Thank yeah. you, Pat. <laughs> thank you, Pat, for coming. We appreciate you coming. Yeah, I man. I hate anything that makes me have to be a place at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about this with we don't go to movies anymore because yeah. we got this and then yeah. we got everybody's got like a huge TV and yeah. shit comes out on 4K like yeah. a month later. So nobody goes to movies anymore because I don't want to have to tune in. Like the only thing you have to tune in anymore is streamers. And the kids are still into that where you have to watch it when it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Do they not record it? Do they not bring it up where you can watch it later? Not on Twitch, I don't think. Does Twitch do that? Well, Twitch can. I would imagine like you can do it like... You can watch it later, but there's like some like uh, an experience if you watch it live, you can interact with it. That's probably part of it. Peasy's an old comedy friend from 10 years ago. Mr. Yeah. He's got a rap group, Vanilla Presley. Uh huh. We've been talking to Lane about coming on here also, your your partner. And, oh, yeah. and PZ also has, Patrick also has a podcast, Lie, Cheat, Steal, that's wonderful. Yep, uh, liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. If you uh, yeah. shit about scam artists, that's the, that's the It's one. a good show, that's everybody. Awesome. Check it out. Subscribe on Patreon. Have you uh, talked about Frank Abagnale yet? We did. And uh, I, 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 we have a Frank Abagnale episode. And it was right around the time that his shit was getting debunked. Yeah, right. And so, like, and we we touched on that a little bit in the episode, but um, it wasn't like uh, it, it was a little bit before, like, it's like the wide awareness that like most of his shit would have been made up. Doesn't that make him an even better con artist? <laughs> yeah, exact. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like that's a fucking cooler story, like than almost that. You know? Yeah. yeah that. Uh, yeah, we did that episode of that guy. We uh, we do all sorts of wild shit, man. From like, uh, uh this, like uh a Brazilian uh, soccer player who didn't actually know how to play soccer and had like a 20 year long career. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah and like, and he would just get traded from like club to club. And it's, it's an amazing story. Cause like, basically he was cool. Everybody liked him. He's a good hang. It is a testament to the power of being chill. Yeah. It is what you can accomplish. If everybody likes you being likable is a superpower. And this dude had it. And then also he was in, he was in perfect shape. So he was like athletic. So he looked the part, yeah. but he didn't really know how to fucking play. And at one point he got traded to this, this club in France and they were like, oh, shit. Like, this club was like, yo, we got this Brazilian soccer player. He, you know, it, was, it was, like, very fashionable at the time to get, get a guy from Brazil. Yeah. Like, we're going to fucking take the cups. And so they went out there, and they had this, like, exposition game. And so they were like, all right, get out there and show us what you can do. And he's like, shit, the whole town's out there watching. The stadium's filled. So he runs out, 
And he starts like hyping the crowd up, like, yeah, yeah, what's up? And everyone's like, yeah. And then he starts kicking soccer balls into the into the fucking crowd. They're loving it. They're catching soccer balls. He's running this on the field, kicking the soccer balls out. Well, eventually he kicked all the soccer balls that they had. And they were like a great strategy. Yeah, they're like, we don't have a soccer a soccer ball. And he goes, it's and he's like he told the translator, it's okay. We'll do a strength training exercise. And they're like, yeah. And he started doing push-ups. And everybody's like, yeah. Like, nice. <laughs> and he kept this up. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, he kept this up for the longest, man. And they wouldn't, and they wouldn't talk to him about it. He was just, he captured the spirit of our podcast. We're, we're pretty, uh, a lot of like scam artist podcast shit is like poverty porn. It's like, yeah. hey, this poor guy thought he could get one over on the system. It's like, yeah. fuck this dude. No, we really have a, the working man at heart. And so, uh, again, we, just we, like cocaine, not a lot of success stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we always kid kind of, we call it the good guy club. And somebody's like on the, on the right side of scamming. Yeah. And this dude is the president of the good guys club in our podcast lore. <laughs> and he, uh, so he fucking, like, when, when interviewed about it, he said the greatest thing. He was like, do you feel bad? And like, in his little translation, it's like, he's, he only speaks Portuguese. In the translation, he basically was like, no, uh, because uh, you see, football clubs have a lot of money, yeah. and so it doesn't matter yeah, fuck if you steal from them. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, he, and he said it in kind of like the, "I'm sorry, like, do, you, do you need a helmet? Are you okay? Like, yeah. are you okay, sir? <laughs> like, do you not understand they have a lot of money and we could just take it?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, they gotta wipe their eyes with their hundred dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those dudes that buy, they wipe they, their they, ass with. Yeah, those guys buy sports cars and forget about them. <laughs> like, you know, like they're, they're they're insane. It's a fun fucking thing. So I've been, it's a good vibe, man. I'm like. Three Modellos in. I had, I had some before you came and got me. Hell yeah, bro. We're in the fucking, we're in, we're in the pad. It looks very nice. 4K walk of Venice. Yeah. yeah. Walk, like, walk, just, float. Yeah, yeah, just a little stone. <laughs> I, this is this is how you, I had I was off work today. This is how you spend a fucking Thursday. This is man. how we've been doing it, son. Yeah, yeah. You, so you play GTA. I've been trying to find you on GTA. Yeah, I don't have a dog. So like, man, you, you've known me for a while. I'm a pretty off the fucking grid kind of guy. Yeah. Of I, I, my friend's. My girlfriend's uh, friend's husband had a PS4, and they bought yeah. a PS5, and they wanted to get rid of the PS4, so they shipped it to us. Hell yeah. And so he had Grand Theft Auto on there, so I've been playing it, and uh, if I have to sign up for anything, I'm down, but if it means that I have to lose my free GTA game, yeah. I may have to reconsider. <laughs> so you actually have a better version than me, because they just updated it for the extended PS5 edition and removed 150 vehicles. So it's just Grand Theft now. There's no oh, more Oh, I updated them to, I updated it today. Yeah. Oh man. They just took a bunch of shit away and added electric bicycles. Two electric bicycles and a new plane. Are you kidding me? Like it's a better version of the uh VTO, VTOL one. I, I literally I deleted a bunch of the other games that are on there like this <laughs> afternoon. And I, I was like I was like, you know what, fuck it, man, I'm gonna get the update because it was all running all weird and wouldn't load um, right. We'll have to try to play together tomorrow because I'm gonna put it as the visuals in the background of this episode. Okay. I'll have to find you at some point this week. I have I don't even have a fucking PlayStation account. I have nothing. I've been playing online with a guy from Bass Drop that you might know, Sean. He sells pit bulls. Okay. And he's, Sounds he's like my playing. kind of circle. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a. I didn't even know there was a Bass Drop Comedy Club. You mentioned it on your other show. Oh yeah. How yeah. is that? Is that a is that a bar or a brewery or what? It is rules, it? man. It's like it's, so it's in Flicks Brewhouse. Okay. Or Film Alley. It's in Film Alley. Yeah, we do. It's like he got like a whole room dedicated. Like they 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 put up like walls, like like so made just it just like the South place. Austin Comedy Club. What's that? Just like the South Austin Comedy Club. Just like South Austin it's Comedy Club. Piece of a brewery. Yeah, piece of a brewery. Yeah, this place is a piece of a movie theater brewery. Okay. So, is the beer good? Uh, oh, it actually is not a brewery. It's more like a um, an Alamo Draft House in the sense of just like it has booze and movies. Okay. Uh, so they have like regular ass beers. We've been doing Star Wars trivia during the month of May. 
because a lot of bars have it. And oh, it's yeah. It's basically just Donnie and I going and arguing about Star Wars like we would anyway at a bar, <laughs> but then getting free Star Wars shit afterwards. Yeah. Because we've undefeated, we've won twice. So yeah, far. there's that Star Wars clue up there that we won. Yeah, nobody else takes it as seriously as we do, and we nerd out and yell at people and win. Yeah. And the next one is at the Pine House Brewery on Burleson on the 21st, if you want to come next okay. uh, Wednesday. I don't know if you're into Star Wars or. Uh, man, I, that, that is an IP I never really got into as a kid because my parent my parents didn't watch it so like my dad didn't watch it or whatever so i didn't really see it and the toys were always kind of lame we always have several hangers on that end up with some also free shit yeah like oh, I'm, time, I'm down yeah as far as like like my interest in the star wars universe i was last, more of a star trek kid the last one was a dave and busters and they gave us 25 dave and busters dollars so we had three people with us who probably didn't wouldn't have won without us and they got a nice little 25 dollar dave and busters oh, card, which is like getting paid at a casino to do comedy they give you chips why don't you stick around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> spend this money plus more of your own money yeah yeah i've i've had that happened yeah uh, so you're a train spotting guy train spotting my favorite movie of all time yeah so how old were you when that was when it came out i was probably like 11 that's not when i saw it okay i was working at a pawn shop and they had a vhs of it i'd always heard of the movie yeah i know clue what it's about and i watched it and a lot of resonated a lot of themes and it resonated yeah. with my life like <laughs> just the whole thing of like needing to get the fuck out of where you came from screwing your friends over for heroin yeah, 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 yeah. huge part. Yeah, <laughs> what well, the, the the one line that he keeps going back to, and he was like, you know, oh, he's my mate. What can I do? Yeah, like, like dude, I mean, I'm thinking, I, how many times I've said like the the Central Texas equivalent? I mean, maybe fuck it, it's my homeboy. I gotta let him. Yeah, you know? we, ha- <laughs> we have our own. We have our own Begbie from DC, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. He doesn't do drugs. He does people. Yeah. Scotty does both. Yeah, but well, I know Scotty is no longer. Yeah. R.I.P. Scotty. Yeah. You train, do that, right? Train spotting for oh yeah, Scotty Peterson. Yeah, I heard about that. What was it? Uh, it was a car accident, dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Facebook pictures I saw of him before that happened was he was living in like a cool warehouse thing. <laughs> yeah, he was living in a warehouse, and he was living in like this, like he had the the warehouse, and that was a fucking that's a story in and of itself. And there's like a lot of video videography work done there that's going to be a cool documentary at some point. Okay. They, they were already working on before he died. Wow. Uh, but then after that. It was um, he inherited a spice company from his grandma, okay. and it was like a moderately As successful spice company. On a Tuesday, yeah, and he fucking just like got to work on it, man. It was just like you know, hanging out. He gave himself like a, I think it was a salary of two hundred a week. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh wow! He's just living in the spice warehouse and fucking making spices all day. Big dog, what are you okay. doing, man? Come on in here. I'm gonna take keep up ketamine and build a food truck, and it's gonna be the best thing you've ever seen. Yeah, that man was a genius. R.I.P. Scotty. Train spotting for me was the apex of being a, an Anglophile. It, when yeah, I was yeah. uh, a freshman, sophomore in high school was when, uh, you know, grunge happened, but I didn't want to be sad. Yeah. So I got into the Stone Roses and everything and yeah. Blur. And I was like, this is fun. Acid House is a lot more fun than wearing flannel and crying. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I didn't care about Nirvana or any of that. I just would spend a lot of extra money at Tower Records for import everything and get Oasis singles and Stone Roses singles. And then, you know, as it progressed and became more cool... Train spotting in the soundtrack, especially, yeah, the soundtrack. was like the apex of like Britpop, yeah. Brit rock culture. And during that time was right when I ended up going to Europe and going to school and getting in that Amsterdam oh, yeah. problem. And I, I had some friends in Scotland <laughs> that I actually got jumped into a gang in Scotland. I hooked up with a bartender, and everybody was like, Oh, you hooked up with Fiona, but beer's coming back tomorrow. And I was like, Huh? <laughs> and they were like, you fucked Fiona, but her mate, her her mate Bear is coming back tomorrow, and I was like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. 
And then I came back the next day and I was like, hey, Fiona. And I got a chair in the back of the head and, and a kicking because I fucked this guy's girlfriend. And I didn't. he was out of town and everybody was trying to warn me, like, don't come here tomorrow. He'll yeah. be back. But I didn't understand the accent. So I was like, cool, yeah. see you tomorrow. Come here tomorrow. Yeah, come here. Yeah. So I got a real authentic Scottish kicking in the ribs. Yeah. A real rum dinger on the right. chair in the back of the head. And then the guy was cool with me afterwards. Yeah. So we watched Train Spotting together and he told me what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> he let me run lights while he was DJing at the uni. Choose yeah. life. Choose times. a career. Don't choose my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I choose that life. Yeah. yeah dude, I, my favorite uh, bit of like just loving the accent is that is a speed, is a fucking spud on speed at the job interview. What's your biggest, uh, your biggest weakness? He goes, uh, he's like, I don't have none. Wait, no, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Because <laughs> like, like, it's got to be just right. If I not, I can't be bold on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I can't be both. He was great in the. Did you see the rundown with the Rock and Stiffler? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he was great that in that. Yeah. He's playing the bagpipes. Yeah, yeah. He's just been like playing like every now and then popping up. Like when, I guess when like he needs like the money gets low, he just pops up. Like I'll be some crazy Scottish guy in your movie. <laughs> you and Brimner. So you've uh, have you done a roast battle yet? Yeah, not not like in like in new school Austin, but I did them back in the day, like in, like before pandemic. Matter of fact, one of the last shows I did before the pandemic was. Uh, was a, a Spike Club against uh, uh, Hunter Duncan. Okay, I heard about Spike Club. So do you get you give each other notes beforehand? Or like, I don't know. What if you don't know the person? Well, so okay, so, so I did I did one with Karina Magyar and I did one with Hunter Duncan. Yeah, and uh, yeah, both There's times. Plenty account- to work with there. What's that? There's plenty to work with there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, Karina had had just transitioned, and so she chose me because she was, was like, I know she was like, I know you're talented enough to write good jokes, and I know that you're also not gonna like pussyfoot around like you're gonna come with the heat but it's gonna be actually funny it's not gonna be fucking like uh yeah. dick you know <laughs> i was trying to pally up with karina 10 years ago because we were both dads yeah yeah and i was like cool i'm a dad maybe you don't get made fun of for being an alt dad yeah and yeah, we can yeah. do dad humor and be like gaffigan together or something yeah and then he was like no yeah. <laughs> no not at all yeah i, I was yeah, I, I was friends with uh i was friends with karina uh pre-transition i I was not supposed to say what his name his name was, but yeah, uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a close personal friend of mine. Like I can yeah. fuck around and be like, oh, I knew her when she was Chris, and she wouldn't be like, hey, what the fuck? She that was a really interesting point I'm making. Yeah, journey to for me to yeah. watch all that happening at that time. Yeah, Ten years I've, had, ago. I've had it happen with a few more friends since then. It definitely like I remember when I was younger, I had like uh, uh, you know the the standard issue stupid opinion about that where i was like yeah. i was like i'm cool with gay people that's that's fine but that's don't that's hit on me yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. and then like i fucking like you know like I, I i met a few people that were trans and then had a friend transition and i was like oh and now i just you know now it's like i don't care but in a good way it's like oh i, I just I, I don't give a shit like like yeah doesn't bother me so how do you feel about the writer's strike the writer's strike is that comedy related it used yeah. to be the last one was comedy related. Yeah, now it was. it's like AI or something. Well, no, well now it's about just about streaming, and like it's I mean, I'm, all, I'm all for fucking like I, I'm you know as I, I got work for a living as well, so like, like I can understand wanting to unionize and get that money, and other studios ain't making or, or aren't not making money. So I mean, yeah, fuck them. They should be able to get it because it's like it's weird. It's like they they turn and burn writers because they do these fucking ten episode seasons. Yeah. where it used to be uh, if you got picked up by a show. It was, you know, you had, you had a year of work, and now it's like they turn and burn you for 10 weeks, yeah. and you got to keep up hopping from project to project. And I've read about how that's going to have a negative impact on the fucking industry going forward because people, like, in 10 or 15 years, we want our next succession, or we want our next yeah. Sopranos. Yeah. These people aren't going to be as experienced, even though they've been doing shit for 15 years. You know, they don't, yeah. they don't know how to show run or have, like, yeah. this, you know. So, yeah, I, I completely get it. Give them, some, give them the fucking money. 
come up off of it. Everybody watches everything all the time, and it, you're you're not not making money. I mean, it's a dream job for yeah. us, right. and we're but we're supposed to support the people who have our dream job. It, well, <laughs> I, it feels I like the, so. It feels like the kind of dream job that I had when I was like in high school, where I was like, my dream job would be to make video games. Yeah, and then you find out how absolutely horrible it yeah. is to work for a video game company. <laughs> Um, well, the last writer strike was in 2008, yeah. and that one, it, like it, during that time, I was watching like 15 different shows, yeah. and it interrupted all of them. This writer strike, I'm not feeling it because I don't hardly watch any shows because most shows suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the, uh, the, so I'm Please on the side of the writers. He feels the same way right? as you about the sludge pipe. He's yeah. not the the Hollywood cash grabs. Right. I'm on, yeah, yeah, I'm on yeah. the yeah. side <laughs> of the writers getting paid and all that kind of stuff, but at the same time. So which one of these solutions will make Star Wars not suck Maybe anymore? GPT could write a better episode <laughs> than Bezos did for Lord of the Rings. Right, I know. Yeah, dude, that Lord of, of the power. Rings. Yeah, that Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power shit was fucking a stinker, dude. I like, I, I so like, I love. I, I thought it was interesting that um, uh, House of the Dragon and and Rings of Power came out at the same time. Came at the same time, and they both were coming up against kind of the same criticism, same backlash. They were like, "Oh, they diversified the cast. Oh, they're going to try to make it woke." Or they were like. Is the, is the climate even the right climate for like the, yeah. the, this kind of tone or whatever? Yeah. And they had all of the same concerns stacked against them, and House of the Dragon knocked it out of the yeah. fucking park. Yeah. It's amazing what happens yeah. when the writing is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like Lord of, like Lord of the Rings would talk. I watched up to episode three back to when that elf had to chop that tree down, yeah. and it was just so fucking dorky because he was like, <laughs> he was like, I will chop down the tree, yeah. and then he swung that axe, and you could tell he never worked a day in his life. He was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And it was he could have very- swung an axe for a day and figured it out. I mean, yeah, you yeah, can get yeah, that yeah. going in, in an hour. There's no budget yeah, for that. You can in figure it out. Yeah, they handed him the axe before they shot. He was like, let's go. Yeah. Donnie and my wife are huge Tolkien heads, so I was telling her that the uh, Gollum is now 30 bucks already, the game. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, it's a fucking book. It's always been a fucking book. It's cute that they're making movies. The new line, you know, the movies were good, but it's a book. Yeah, yeah. It's always been a book. But for, as far as the writer strike goes... Us supporting the people striking to me is kind of like Chinese cell phone maker kids supporting Lane Crayrup to get a raise because <laughs> he's got their dream job. They yeah, wish but, they were here making that kind yeah. of money to fix phones. But I would, I would imagine that, like, let's say, okay, so let's say if, if by not supporting them, I mean, first of all, my, my support does nothing. I mean, I'm sitting yeah. here on a couch saying, like, yeah, I'll yeah. support them. I mean, I'm not doing anything about it. Yeah. But, like, so uh, you can recycle, but there's still yeah. freight liners spitting yeah. oil into but the ocean. I would say, as somebody who I would like to, like, like, like that would be a, a, a plus for my career and a natural, a natural progression of art to one day be able to write. And I would like for it to be fucking. Uh, set ahead of time that I get what I need or I get what I deserve. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I would like shit to be good when I get there. You know, yeah. that'd, be, that'd, that'd be cool. I but. didn't. Th- I didn't know that remote work was going to be a gateway to AI. I was thinking, cool. The writers' room sounds sh- shitty, as far as I've heard. Yeah, being around the table with cunts sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> with cunts. So to do a telework would be rad. Just to submit ideas and you don't have yeah. to look someone in the face when they go, "That's dumb." <laughs> I was watching this thing yesterday about um oh, it was it was it was at the end of the, the last episode of Succession, and they were like uh, talking to the writers and one of the, the the showrunner I think was a British guy, and he was talking about how like it's like, oh, I love a good collaborative American writers room because there's not really a tradition of that in Britain yeah and I thought about I was like oh I can see culturally a writers room not doing as well over there because they like maybe like being too polite to smat to swat to swat down an idea to be like no they get in a room together and put wigs on and start throwing shit yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get mad. That's- <laughs> They're all on different streaming platforms now. That's a horrible scene. OT. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd love one. Thank you. you we're gonna t- we're gonna take a pause for a beer. All right. And we're back. PZ, do you ever put uh, conditioner on your pubic hair? Um, I, I feel like I have. It's something I would have done before. Yeah. I use that as a, whenever anybody at work asks me how I'm doing and I don't want to talk to anyone, I just TMI them right back and go, yeah, I'm doing great. I put conditioner on my pubes. I feel like I'm walking on a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could be one of those Texas sayings, like, yeah. you can put your boots in them and don't make them biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> put conditioner on your pubes don't mean you're going to have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I used to do a bit about, but it was based off true experience. The first time I ever used like a, a menthol axe body wash, it was my early 20s when I first started doing stand-up. I was like, man, it feels like my asshole smoking a Newport. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's out here fucking, yeah, my, my, my asshole's like smoking a Newport, like betting on dice and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be spot, fresh huh? all over. I have a not so fresh feeling. Yeah. It's that you... old David Wayne's bit where he's like, it's about a Mass and Gill commercial where the girl goes, do you ever get that not so fresh feeling? He's like, it'll be two white women in a cabin. <laughs> like one will turn to the other one. Like, do you ever get that not so fresh feeling? He's like, what she's saying is, Janine, my pussy's stinking all the way up here on this mountain. <laughs> Are you into baseball at all? No. So I'm not either. But Donnie played baseball in high school, and he's a pretty good pitcher. And I saw this thing come up on Reddit that I'd never. Recently, there's been more and more footage coming out of on the play field where there's a mic. Yeah, a hot yeah. mic, and it usually is with umps and refs and stuff. But there's something that happens in baseball that I was never aware of that I never gave a shit about because baseball is fucking boring. Sorry, Donnie. Baseball is amazing. It's America's pastime. <laughs> Beastie Boys and apple That's okay. pie. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. But there was a dirty slide. You know what a dirty slide is? Cleats up. Isn't that where, like, you're hitting a chick from behind? Yeah. <laughs> I just walk up in there. I put her on the table, and I just step yeah. forward. I was like, I get off to the side now. So if you're sliding into a base, the polite thing to do is not hit the guy that's manning the base. Yeah. The base man has to have his foot on the base. A dirty slide is when you, and this is what happened, slide into the base and break the motherfucker's leg yeah. with your Ooh. cleats. Yeah, it cleats yeah. up. Yeah. And then the rest of the game could end up being retaliation. So the guy that did the dirty slide ends up at bat, and the opposing pitcher will then throw the ball at him to as a retaliation. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know about this. But they captured this audio from the ref and the ump yelling at – it was like last week or two weeks ago that the pitcher threw a pitch and it went behind the dude's ass. <laughs> and then the ump just called the whole game off and, and booted the pitcher. And he was like, no, nah, you can't do that. And they didn't mention the dirty slide or the retaliation. Yeah. It was very gangster. They were just like, "You, we saw what you did, and you know what he did, and we had to get him back. Yeah. And like the coach <laughs> of the other team was like, you know what happened? We had to get him. <laughs> we had to get him. <laughs> and the, but the ump was like, no, but if I let it go, it's going to be retaliation for the rest of the game. This is what baseball's turning into because they don't yeah. get ratings anymore. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, if they don't check it to begin with, the whole rest of the game is pitchers trying to hit dudes in the ass with a ball. <laughs> yeah. So it's just retaliation back and forth for the rest of the game. Dude, I, I uh, yeah, never been uh, one for baseball. Um, I like getting drunk at baseball games. I've gone to a couple, but you know, as I say that though, it's always been like each time I, I went to a, I went to uh, Camden Yards to see a uh, Orioles Red Sox game, and I saw a Red Sox game at uh, fucking 
at Fenway, yeah. and both times I ended up leaving in like the fifth inning and just finding a nearby yeah. fucking. Uh, oh, I also saw a Pirates game. Same thing. I leave. I find a nearby bar and I drink reasonably priced beers until yeah. my friends are. You don't want those nine dollar beers. No, uh, I was in Denver last week and uh, Friday night. Me and my roommate went to uh, the Rockies game. Nice. And we we bought the ten dollar cheap seat tickets and then we snuck you know down kind of behind home plate and we sat down and we we're like, man, there are a lot of dudes with like rainbow shit on. Oh, it's fucking Pride Night. <laughs> me and my 40-year-old me and my 40-year-old roommate that I live with in my house, totally straight, yeah. are sitting next to each other at Pride Night at a Rockies game. In well, the, one of the gayest cities in the yeah, world, by the, the way, Denver. Flag fly, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I went to a Braves game in Atlanta when I was little, and I thought it was rad because they gave us little bats. But we got to do the whole choo thing that you can't do anymore. And then, but I thought it was, baseball is awesome because they give you a little wooden bat that you can beat your cousins with. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had one I, of those bats. Yeah, dude, talking about just like like the inherent violence of being a child. Uh, I'll always remember this. You remember the movie Three Ninjas, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so Three Ninjas came out. Three N words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three ninjas. <laughs> and I got to hang out with my fucking my my homeboy Lamar. And we went to stay at his house, and his mom was like, all right. And you know that when you get that magic where you stay at your friend's house on Friday night and then Saturday night, you're like, can you stay again the yeah, night again? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I said again. Fuck, we go, one of the best feelings in the world. So we did that, and on Saturday, we went to go fucking uh, – she was like, we're going to go to the to go to go watch Three Ninjas, and then we're going to go to the pool. Yeah. Fucking great day, right? Yeah. Now that I'm an adult who – like, I remember my ex had kids. I had to help her with shit. Like, now that I've been around some kids, yeah. I understand that's the wrong order of which to do things. Yeah. You go, you go to the pool – then you go see Three Ninjas. Because we went to go see Three Ninjas, got to the pool. Me and my friend were just, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. every fucking kid we could find. Yeah. We were just starting fights. Yeah. Just karate chopping everybody. show nine-year-old kids movies about ninjas. Yeah, and about, expect yeah them specifically to child start, ninjas yeah, yeah. that are able to beat up grown men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm older than you guys. I went and saw Karate Kid, and then we all kicked the shit out of each other right. in the parking lot afterwards <laughs> yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. the crane Fuck kick you, and everything. Because you yeah. all drove. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, no, all of our mothers were like, "You're not getting in the car until you yeah. stop kicking each other." Because so I, uh, I remember fucking uh, as I've gotten older, uh, I know this thing I call it a badass little kids movie, and the definition of to me of a badass little kid movie is a movie that's like it's PG thirteen, oh yeah, and, but it's still kind of risque yeah. for PG thirteen, and you know like when well, kids back like in the day PG thirteens were ours in the nineties, yeah for 80s, sure, yeah. yeah, it's even a PG thirteen movie, and it's like when like you're like just like seventh and eighth grade. And you're like about 13 years old. And you're like, yo, so-and-so's mom is going to drop us off at the thing. And I was like, and whatever. Like, for example, bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. Was one. I was like, that would be a badass little kid's oh, movie. Because yeah. it would be like, oh, man, we're going to watch bodies, bodies, bodies. It seems like this crazy-ass movie. And you would just imagine, like, there's going to be a bunch of, like, gel-haired 13-year-old kids. Yeah. That are just, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they have five hours to themselves and yeah. shit. Like, and they're running another thing. That's why me, me and my girl call them badass little kid movies. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of Pride Month, uh, you know, a lot of the Austin work economy runs around just a series of tacos. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you can go far in this industry, any industry, by just bringing tacos and having fun and being a good guy and being funny. I've never been really awesome at any job I've ever had because I hate working. <laughs> but I just show up with tacos and joke around, and I end up getting to stay for a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like the uh, Arnold, the pig from 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 Green Acres. I've got, the pig's got a lot of personality. <laughs> He's like a dog. Yeah, dude, yeah. I work. I'm, I'm off the road right now to work in construction, and like I'm not even that good at it. I'm just fun to hang out. With, yeah, you know? <laughs> they keep you around. Yeah, it's a good hang. Yeah. Brings up morale. You it's like having a big titty bitch. Site. Yeah. yeah. Just like Ojos Locos. Everybody yeah. likes to go there. It's fun. 
So I went to work last week, and there was a bag on my desk full of rainbow gummies and some Mexican Loteria cards. You know, the bingo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a tarot thing. It's bingo. <laughs> but uh, that's, the, that's the most, like, like, like yeah. non racist Is this voodoo? Like, this is satanic. Oh, y'all got me one Hey, is this like those, like, like uh, those fucking witch things? If I hold these, Brubaria? am I going to be cursed? <laughs> Is this the Maloho? But, yeah, but you're still somewhat excited about it. You're like, oh, yeah. cool. Is this oh, one of those cool. cursed things? It's got candy, so it's a gift. I'm being cultural. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Lewis walked by my desk, who you know from Marcelino's. Yeah. He walked by my desk, and I was like, hey, Louis, thanks for the gift. And he was like, and I was putting it in my backpack. <laughs> and he goes, why do you think that was for me? Because of the Mexican cards? Because I'm Mexican? And I was like, no, 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 no. And I reached in the bag and pulled the gummies out, and I was like, it's because of the rainbow gummies because you're, you're gay. gay. <laughs> And he was like, no. And I was like, well, it's Pride Month. I thought this was a Pride Month gift. And he was like, I don't need a month. It's Pride all the time. Luis is gay? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I got in, I could have gotten in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is like your boy at work. It's not just like some... I'm not allowed to talk about where I work, but you know where I work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get in a lot of... There's only three ways to get fired, I told you earlier. Yeah. So I realized who the gift was from. It's from my supervisor. So I went to the room with her... She was having a meeting with the other two supervisors, and I was like, here's what you did. You gave me a gift with rainbow gummies and Mexican cards, and I thought the gay Hispanic gave them to me. So I told him, thank you. And then he said, do you think it's me because I'm Hispanic? And I was like, no, because you're gay. And then all three supervisors started cracking up. I could have got fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that could have been a huge HR thing. But because everybody thought it was funny. Well, there's like you know, there's like real people in the world that are that are like ah, I get what you say. Well, what's funny is so I live in I live in the comedy world, which is a very like you know, very PC world. I don't say PCs. I don't believe that shit really exists. It's a constant battle. Yeah. Well, though, it's, and I'm not even tripping. Like I saw, like I don't feel censored. I also I don't think that PC cancel culture shit really exists. Do you feel safe though? We want you to feel safe. Well, well, no, no I feel safe. Here's what I say: is like people are more mindful of shit like that, <laughs> and you forget when you get outside of like comedy and Twitter how real people don't give a fuck or think about that shit half the yeah. time. And so, like, a perfect example of this: I was private sector civilians. Yeah, yeah years ago, <laughs> I was I was at a training for fucking Time Warner Cable. And I was sitting there, and like the lady was doing the training. It was it's a call center job, and you can get fucked with, you can get yelled at. And they were talking about this is a day where they're discussing like how to kind of like emotionally deal with that. And so, you know, I'm just like knee deep in the comedy world, and this lady goes, "All right, so guys, I know like all my male coworkers, you guys, you guys can take abuse on the phones, but ladies, we're emotional, right? Ladies, we like to cry." <laughs> and in my head, I was like, "Oh, they're about to drag this bitch," That's and different. every woman in there was like, "Yup." Yeah. <laughs> It's okay for you, but for us, it's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gay guys get away with all that shit. They don't even have to pay attention to the sexual harassment thing. They just yeah. show up and like, hey, Karen, I love your tits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Your ass is really popping in those pants today, I and it's all right with everybody. With so many casually racist gay white men. <laughs> like that, that's, that's where they stumble, is when I lived in Connecticut. Connecticut is a very... Um, uh, there's very uh, a class dichotomy in Connecticut. You know, it's like pretty wide. Yeah. And like I, I would like work with, with a dude at a, a call, uh, at our, at the mall for AT and T, and there was a fucking and he was this gay dude. He was a cool guy. We used to party a lot, but he was like uh, definitely would get this like small town Connecticut kind of like uh, like racism that would come out one time. There, so we had there was a, a bus stop that would people take people from inner city Hartford out into West Hartford to go to this mall. Uh, it's called West Farms Mall. And so, like, that's where you get, like, if you like, there's a bunch of hood motherfuckers walking around the malls, like, they, you know, that that's where he would say they probably came from. Yeah. And so one day, we all had to fucking have an HR meeting because we all got called because it was like, we were in the break room one day and somebody was like, um, 
Yeah, you know, they put that uh they put that fucking uh bus stop in here at the entrance near our stuff. Yeah. Near our, our entrance. And he was like and he was just like, Oh oh yeah, I think they should move that. They're like, Oh, because it cause like it blocks and it crowds. He goes, No, they should put it across the fucking street so they don't come in our store. Oh, dang, back <laughs> so of the those bus. people. Yeah, don't those people. And like it was it was very like it's like I was on a day off and I got a call on my work phone and I was like, Oh, that's an ATT related number. I picked it up. I was like, Hey, this is HR, do you have five minutes? I was like <laughs> We yeah. need to ask you about something at coworkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was like, Oh shit. And they were like, Does he say things like this? And I, I I used to like do blow with the guy. Like I loved him, but he was definitely like a fucking racist cunty gay oh, man. Gay dudes are rad because they can get pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't do those pills with those gay guys. Yeah. Take the pills home and do them yourself later. It'd be better if the gay dude was the assistant manager because then his business card would say ass manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the assistant manager. Nice. But we had we had we had a fleet of four of them, so we called them all our managers. Yeah. He was the ass manager. So dog. there's a new Michael J. Fox special on streaming platforms. Speaking yeah. of Donald Trump called Michael Michael J. Fox still, which is strange to me because he can't stay still. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the joke. So, he has a, uh, so that would Michaels. kind of be like Kevin Spacey having a show called I Don't Fuck Boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, here's the thing that I don't do good. Not being gay and assaulting 14-year-olds. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of my special. So we have a buddy that hangs out. Uh, you'll know who I'm talking about, Donnie. He's, uh, he's young. He's athletic. He's a handsome, but he okay. hasn't. He was on our last episode. Yeah, he has. <laughs> I didn't want to go that far. <laughs> but he, he complains because he hasn't been late in a few years, and he's always yeah. complaining about this. He says a dry spell, but he's got everything going for him. He's on the he's on the apps. He's yeah. swiping up and down. he swipes left and right. He, he's trying to sli- swipe down because yeah, I think he, he even he even meets up. Yeah, that's that's a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. step right there. He, he keeps trying to swipe right. down he because he, he wants down, to. He meets up. He tries yeah. to swipe down because he wants to look at the girl's feet, and it doesn't show up on the picture. <laughs> like, why can't I swipe down? Because he's a foot guy. <laughs> he's a, he's a pedophile, a pedophile, not a pedophile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, boy, are you know, and we're really fighting for some distinction. So visibility. Yeah, right. you know, <laughs> it sucks. They hijacked the word. I think he doesn't get laid because he has nervous dick energy. <laughs> like there's big dick energy and there's small dick energy, nervous but dick it's energy. like if you complain about your itchy elbow on the first date, then she's yeah. gonna know that you are not gonna be able to get it up. Yeah, I, the, the, the 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 fucking optimist and like the 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 romantic in me likes to think that one day he will go on a date and be like, oh, God, my itchy elbow, and some girl's gonna be like, I have a cream for that in my purse, <laughs> yeah. and they're gonna fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> you know where he's gonna find that girl, J date. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah nice. <laughs> Oh God, my itchy! Ear. <laughs> it hurts sometimes. He just converts to Judaism because, like, they complain just as much as he does. <laughs> so my dude, a dude on the Venice 4K walk was just like adjusting his dick yeah. and then saw the cameraman and then second adjust. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, Bravo, he's got dude. that European confidence. Yeah, like yeah. The Mexican talk show cameraman that always zooms in on the legs. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to see what the lady's saying in your upper dress. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was a lot of Dateline, and I love Keith Morrison on Dateline. Is, is that the guy that Bill Hader loves? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She did what? So yeah, like, every, yeah. Telling, so, I've, so a lot of Bill. Like, I'm not saying I got the best fucking impression of, of Keith Morrison, right? But every impression of Keith Morrison out there, they lack the fundamental understanding of Keith Morrison. I listen to a lot of Datelines. I'm a, I'm a road comic. I was on the road. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, you have a lie, cheat, steal a podcast. You got to be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I stay up, stay up on the content. Yeah. Is that Keith Morrison is his whole thing is like he's thirty percent horny. This whole time, yeah, like, because nice. everybody makes him sound serious like this. Yeah. It's not. You listen to it. It's like he has like 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 I will fuck your aunt yeah. energy. He's like a new town nestled in the mountains. A new girl moved in. Small. 
petite, five, six, brunette. <laughs> like, describe everyone. And every <laughs> interview, there has to be at least two or three shots of him just eye-fucking. Yeah, yeah. Whoever yeah. he's talking about. Do you know yeah. he is Matthew Perry's stepdad? I did not know that. And I like to think that at the depths of, of Matthew Perry's alcoholism, he was just like, come on, Matthew, get yourself together. I've been here giving your mom the business like she's <laughs> never had it before. And I've got to open up the tabloid papers and read about my stepson getting kicked out of a cheesecake factory or whatever. <laughs> I don't know fuck it is. He's going to rehab yeah, the fourth yeah, yeah. time. Making fun of Keanu Reeves because you're so out of touch that you forgot that it, the public opinion on him has gone 360 yeah. and people like him again. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Matthew Perry put out a book where he kind of made fun of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he was like, he was like why? Then he had to apologize. He's like, you? I was wrong. I Everyone was wrong. loves Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He thought, he thought this was like 15 years ago yeah. with like the Keanu sad sandwich meme. Yeah. He was just like... Well, it was uh, the, the old joke that well, it was, it was because of the freaking Dracula. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have offended you, Count. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's trying to be an edgelord and get canceled yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. It's like the, the, everything is turned on Keanu, you know. Uh, have you ever seen the fucking uh, Chris Kattan SNL audition tape where it was uh, his character was Christian Slater and interviewed the vampire? And he just oh, goes, no. all right, so, uh, so you're it's a Jack vampire. Just <laughs> young Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I eat breakfast 60 miles from vampires. <laughs> yeah. We were doing bits about Jack Nicholson getting me too because he doesn't remember anything anymore. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know who that girl is. <laughs> Polanski was a side piece person. I wasn't sure what he was ever doing. I think she was I'm a waitress. Trying to watch the oh, Knicks. no, that was a movie. I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. She lived in Southie and I was a crime boss. <laughs> like, you really know he's like mixing up his roles yeah, with reality. Like, ah, I don't even care anymore. You can't handle the truth about my pedophilia. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and saw Adam Friedland at the uh, Cap City uh, yes. last week. Yeah, probably the best time to see him because it's Right in the middle of all this Taylor Swift. Yeah, 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 he's Forrest Gumping right now. Yeah, on current events. Yeah, but afterwards it was your roommate's birthday, so we were gonna go out drinking, and but there was a huge storm, so we went to Bricks Pub here on Manchac and yeah. Slaughter, and we got there, and there was a tow truck all the way across the parking lot, so we had to park behind it and walk out of the rain under the the awning of the strip mall to this pub. And there was this guy standing there watching his car get towed. So I guess that was his car then, huh? I think so. He's like, and he's complaining about I don't like he they won't even the do anything. He was yeah. talking about the the bricks pub people. Yeah. He was in front of the Domino's and he was like, "You better eat a Domino's or they'll tell your truck." And we went past Domino's and went to Bricks and he was like, "You better eat a Bricks and they'll tell your truck." Then we got to the pub and the door was locked. There was all these people in there. So we were like, hello, open the door. And they came and unlocked the door, and they were like, sorry, we have to lock the door because this crazy guy's out here yelling uh, at yeah. people. Don't talk to him. Don't let him in here. He's going to accost everybody. <laughs> so we were like, okay, there's, I guess, just homeless people everywhere in Austin now just yelling at people. That's yeah. We get freaking accosted over here. Part of being in a parking lot now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I, I have uh, – I, I, I have uh, my opinions about tow truck drivers. I believe they're class traders. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree with that one. Actually, yeah. I, I I I do that. Like like people who obviously, if you like work for a place where it's like, hey, my car is burning out, could pick me up. That's one thing. But the motherfuckers that buy those fucking contracts to to tow out of apartment complexes and shit like that, scum of the earth. That's one of those. If they don't do it, someone else will. Somebody's gonna fill that in. I, you know, man. I I I I, I, I can't be talked. I can't be talked into sympathizing for it, bro. <laughs> So one time, for example, I used to live in this, this apartment complex, and I pulled up, and they had the the, the sh like very faint lines 
uh, drawn right, the fucking yeah. thing. And I pulled up, and I guess I, I was double parked, and I fucking I went upstairs, and I literally unloaded groceries, and then we like sat there. I think maybe we smoked a bowl. You know what I'm saying? We, we were we were going right back out. Yeah. We unloaded groceries and and then came back down. Fucking truck was towed. Oh, that's that's lining them up against the wall during the revolution. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like when this shit pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're fucking first, dog. So we lived in an apartment in, in Virginia called the Dulles Green Apartments. It was right next to the airport, Dulles Airport. Oh, yeah. Dull, yeah. And uh, we heard the tow truck drivers in the parking lot on their CBs going, Dulles Green Bandits. Dull, that's not uh, the name of the tow truck company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were that, joking about that, how they were getting everybody yeah, out of there. Fuck it em. was kind of a high-class joint. It was new, and they were getting <clears> people <throat> for expired stickers. They were yeah. towing people out of your spot next to your house. Just because you had bad stickers. Yeah. So the oh. apartment complex had some deal where they were like, you can't have a vehicle here if it's illegal. And they were letting these tow truck drivers. So my roommate, we were outside drinking tequila, and they came and towed somebody's car, and he decided to be a white knight. And he was like, you can't tow them. They live here. And he was like, I'm just doing my job. And he jumped up on the hood. The guy was towing the car towards him. The truck's coming towards him. He runs up the car onto the hood. Hell yeah. Stands on the cab. <coughs> and then jumps down and he's like, take the car off. And the guy goes, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, how tequila is, my roommate was like, call him. Yeah. I'll wait with you. Yeah. You're in the wrong. <laughs> I'm right. I want to watch the cops arrest you for breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So the, for the time that it took the cops to get there, we were like, dude, come on. Let's go home. Leave this guy alone. The cops are coming. We're drunk. You're fucked up. You stepped on his car. And he was like, no. I'm right. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Bring the cops. I'm going to explain everything to them. They got there. They said, what's going on? The tow truck driver said, that guy stepped on my truck. They said, let me see your flip-flop. They took my roommate's flip-flop. They looked at the top of the <laughs> they car. They did some real forensics. They with were them. like, yeah. okay, you stepped on his car. That's property, whatever. Yeah. And they arrested him. Oh, yeah, man. And he was furious the whole time. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the one. For, yeah, you know, that's, that's what sucks is they, they, that's why I say they're class traders because they have the fucking, they, they have, yeah. they know the people, the people on their side. It's like they're, they're willingly Bottom going feeders. out there and just fucking with people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, so they had this, I have a tow truck and you don't. Yeah, I have a tow truck and you don't. Like that's where it's with guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I, so yeah, my, um, my dad, uh, when he got out of the military for like the last like six, seven years of his life, he was a cop. It was very weird. Because at this point we were on opposite sides of the law. It was yeah. very odd to have my dad become a cop <laughs> in the town that I was in. Yeah. He's arresting my friends for fucking felony handgun charges and shit. Right. Uh, and so, but uh, so years later, after everything is said and done, uh, I'm still friends with some of the people that he knew. And uh, and this one lady just request my request me on Facebook. I add her, and she's like, "Hey, uh, I just want to like want to tell you that like." Uh, we knew your dad. He was such a great man. Blah blah blah. And also, I was like, all right, cool. That's really She's like, do, do you? They they uh, they retired his badge number out of Nolanville PD. I was like, all right, cool. And she was like, yeah. Well, uh, I don't think you know if you knew this, but like uh, the the new chief gave somebody his badge number. He unretired it, and they made it sound like this dude came in and was like, who? Pat Soroy's? Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> he just like I talked to the guy. I called him. And I had a conversation. He was like, I didn't fucking know it was retired for that reason. Nobody told me I just unretired it because yeah. we needed a new badge number. So. So I became friends with this lady on Facebook over this. And there's a lot of like, co- the, the, my dad became a cop. He met a lot of these cops and they all fucking sucked. I don't like them. Yeah. And when, they, when he passed away, they tried to say that he was married to his girlfriend. Just hall monitors. Girl yeah, yeah. Hall they tried to say he was married to his girlfriend and, they, and like and we had to take him to court for my dad's estate. And I was like, fuck these guys to death. Yeah. But anyways, so these, these motherfuckers, like, I met this whole little crew 
and like there's like hangers on in the cop community of people who like they're not cops they want to be cops yeah and so one of these tactical uh, gear yeah one of these guys is like it's it's the tow truck drivers that always arrive on the scene when they arrest somebody or whatever they get to the cops and that was this lady and her husband and her husband was one of the tow truck drivers so I'm friends with this lady, and I I just get to get a peek into that like mindset all the time through her yeah. Facebook post. And one of them that she posted recently, get it was like you know they have the, they have the Blue Lives Matter flag with a line, and then the Red Lives one. So apparently there's like 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 some meme was like you know there's a whole color code of these, and it was like all these ones was like white is this that or is it orange for tow truck drivers? Is it there's a, there's a thin orange line? The thin orange line. And her fucking background photo is a thin orange line oh flag because her husband serves as a tow truck driver. Oh. Like girl, heroes work here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the orange stripe is named after the vest that you never put on. Right. Yeah. Put the car in tow. Yeah. It's like, dude, not all heroes wear capes. Oh my. Husband does wear a cape as a tow truck driver. It's very weird. <laughs> Nobody likes it. We're all mad about it. We're all like, honey, don't wear the cape. All right, let's take uh, one more refill break. Refill break. And we're back. So I heard a radio commercial uh, today for AIDS medication. Uh, and it said, this AIDS medication will get you down, your T cells down, or whatever the thing is, to undetectable. Which I wouldn't pick that word to market medicine after <laughs> post COVID. You know, yeah. COVID made everyone. A, you still have it. You just can't detect yeah. it. COVID turned everyone into a doctor. If you invited yeah. me over and said, "I've got COVID, but it's undetectable," I would not come yeah. to your house. Yeah. But apparently, that means like uh, untransmissible through sex. Yeah. Which they should just say that. Yeah. Not, yeah. Undetectable yeah. is not a Well, I, I, I'm sure they can say what they can say, yeah. and they can't say what they can't yeah. say. You know? COVID didn't turn me into a doctor. It turned me into a medicine marketing guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't use the word undetectable. That's like Spider-Man can turn invisible and yeah. still fuck you up. It turned <laughs> me into the guy trying to debunk Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I have so many friends where I'm like, that's not actually... Yeah, yeah dude. I, I, was, I was on tour... Um, Fresh out of fucking COVID. This is like like summer 2021. And I was on tour. And we went through. We had a show in Pocatello, Idaho. And then uh, we had three days off before we drove to fucking uh, Oregon. And so my, my manager just put us up in a fucking hotel. Like in like kind of bumfuck uh, Idaho. And so we were out there. Like uh, we go to this bowling alley across the street from the fucking hotel. Because it has a bar in it. And we walk in. And there's a chick behind the counter. And I asked, hey, do y'all close at 11? And like 1.3 seconds later, she was into a conspiracy about how the fucking, uh, how the, the vaccine changed your DNA. And I was like, I was like, damn, she broke a land speed record. Cause she was literally was like, I was like, Hey, y'all close at 11. She's like, yeah, we used to be till two, but now because of COVID things, and I don't even know about that, and I ain't getting into the vaccine because I heard it changes your DNA, and then you no longer have human rights. And I literally <laughs> like, I like, I wanted to hit my my, my stopwatch, like beep, like goddamn girl, you broke a land speed record. Yeah. <laughs> I asked you what time do y'all close? <laughs> From zero yeah. to Nature Valley granola bars, yeah. how fast is your life falling apart? That's part of a physics equation now. I think it's time to COVID conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of COVID conspiracies, the Travis County put out a statement last week that said, during Pride Month, we're offering free marriage certificates to LGBT, which I wouldn't... I don't in, trust that at all. I wouldn't, in a red state, register myself yeah. as gay. Yeah, yeah hell no. Because they already, you know, they're checking your email signature yeah. and taking your health care away. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's two that's two fucking local elections away from being fucking yeah. night, <laughs> night of long knots. Plus, <laughs> marriage certificates have been free for LGBT already. Yeah. 
forever. Yeah. Because they want you on paper. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, come in here, yeah, come in here and claim this boat. Yeah, so they can warrant. snatch <laughs> you up. It's like Nazi Germany going, hey, pride for Jews. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just come out of the so closet Jew, and register your... Cute little star. It's yeah. great to be Jewish. Come out and, yeah. and, and proclaim we'll, it and we'll be put proud. A nice little st- put it in your email. We'll, we'll put a nice little stamp on your driver's license. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want you to be proud and say who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't trust. I mean, I, I, I just as a point of... Um, of survival, I just don't really trust cops in general. No, or the government. Yeah, yeah, instinct, yeah, yeah. Cops, government, instinctively lie to them. You know, mine, um, mine is more. Um, I kind of agree with Bill Burr on it. It's like the twenty three and Me. I'm like, why would I send my DNA? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So I did a twenty three and Me because I'm like, I have a big fascination with ancient history. Yeah, and uh, when me and my chick started dating, I was talking about how like I used to watch this YouTube video um, that. If you didn't know me as a person and you stumbled across it in my YouTube search history, you might think it seems racist, but it was like human haplogroups and migrations and shit like that. Like, right. uh, and like where, like, you know, human genetic history and stuff. And I swear it's all above board. But like, this shit fascinates me. Just the idea that, like, you know, through genetic research, they're able to tell that not only did, um, you know, like, uh, Siberian populations cross the Bering Land Bridge into can into America, but all or the the North America, but also like North American tribes went back and populated over there, and yeah. that's why we had like so it's like because it was a ten thousand year process. Yeah, interesting shit like that. I like it. So what and, did you get? What are you? So I am uh, exactly what the fuck I thought I was. I'm fucking half French, half Irish, nice. and it's literally like so. My my chick is is half Patrick Mexican. Saroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick Saroy. Duh. So, yeah, exactly. I'm exactly what my name implies. <laughs> it's like, um, it was changed to Ellis Island. Island from uh, Baguette Surrender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Frenchie McGillicuddy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly what it is, dude. It's yeah. just it's just Ireland, literally Britain, Britain as in Britain, like around London, yeah. like like specifically around London, and then all of France. Yeah, and that's my shit. And uh, it's like, but it was funny. She got me that, and then so she got one for her. And uh, my, my chick's half Mexican, and her shit is so cool. It has all these little things like, like so diverse. Yeah, it's like yeah. so diverse. And I was like, it's like American so Indian much, so much colonization yeah. and rape. Yeah, yeah. And my shit, like the, how they like, yeah, the, how the fucking circle is just is <laughs> yeah. just blue. Like, it, like the, it's like all around the world has different like colors. Like Asia, I think it's like it's like it's like purples and shit like that. Like various shades of purples. Europe, Northern Europe, it's just blue. My shit is all fucking blue. <laughs> you're lucky you're not any Swedish because most of us are like at least a little bit. Oh, there's a, there's a little, there's a little, uh, there's, a, there's a little Icelandic Norwegian shit. Yeah, everybody got bit, raped. There's a little bit of Viking <laughs> yeah. pillaging going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, 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 people. yeah. You can't be from England and not have a Viking ancestry. But, yeah. I mean, the other thing is that if you're a white American, it's always like, "Ooh, I'm 32nd Cherokee." Like, yeah, <laughs> no, you, you know what's so funny is so so French. Canadians, I want some money. As much as Americans do it, French Canadians, which, of which like that's what my family like culturally identifies as French Canadian, at least my dad's side. Um, of that, a big part of that, all of it tells us the way the same way white Americans talk about being like quarter Cherokee and shit like yeah. that is French Canadians because there was such like interbreeding between French and Indians. It was like mm-hmm. you know it was a big fucking they were they were cool with each other. For they were in the middle so, of nowhere with each other. What yeah, do you think's yeah, gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, trapping fox for and shit. Yeah. So, so you can make them do a land acknowledgement at Buzzmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so they would always like, excuse so, like, me. In, in my family, it was always like, oh yeah, we're French Canadian, and what that 
what separates French Canada from Canada from French French is that we have like native blood. Yeah. And I got that fucking DNA back. And no, we do not. There's nothing. We also don't have as much French blood as we thought because there's no way I can have as much uh, Irish and English shit if my if my dad was a hundred percent French Canadian. Yeah. And both my my my, my and Pepe were born speaking uh, English. Uh, English was their second language. Like they grew up, they were born in America, but still didn't speak English yeah. until they were later in their life. Oh, that's, wow. that's how French Canadian they are. Yeah. Yeah. We have two of those spit kits at the house on the shelf from National Geographic. They yeah. get one where you can spit in it. Yeah. But I don't trust it. I'd rather, I'm like, I'll jizz in it and you'll get a probably better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I want I, it to be really accurate. It goes against so a lot of my, my cool kid cred, but I definitely did it. <laughs> I'll spit in it, but I can give you something better than spit if you want. I'll yeah. send you some jizz and you can really fucking figure it out. I mean, I already know where my whole family is from. We all did all the research. I mean, it's all Viking. It Scotch, Irish, Jew, German, Cherokee, American, Hungarian, <laughs> Jewish. It's a mutt. We're mutts. Dude, I was uh, I was on the road and I was doing a show in Gillette, Wyoming, at a really fucking cool. As a, it was we, we my guy booked breweries, wineries, and distilleries. Some agent booked, and uh, we, this was at a meadery. Yeah. We got a place that made mead, but they, so we, we were there. And like the dude who the dude who ran the place is this, this tall. Like gorgeous motherfucker, he's just like this blonde hair, blue eyed Viking ass dude. Yeah. And I was on tour with my boy Colin Cook. Like, can you mom... jizz in this? What's that? I need to see where you're from. Can you <laughs> yeah, jizz? In yeah, this? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can you jizz in this? Uh, uh-uh. uh. You know. <laughs> so I my... don't believe you. Yeah. And so my boy Colin Cook is. I was on tour with him. And Colin Cook is like the most Irish. He has like a little pugnacious little Irish face, and like his mom is like from Belfast and shit. Like he's like nice. like like straight up Irish. Yeah. And Potato so we get famine, wife beating Irish. Yeah, yeah. We get there, they're talking, and like they're like they're talking. I just remember thinking like this dude because he had all his like Viking shit up, and I was like, oh yeah, this dude is clearly like pretty much genetically Norwegian yeah. and Colin is genetically Irish and they were like standing next to each other it's like man I see why y'all got smacked around back in the day like, yeah. it was like this dude just rolled through it's like, it's like the Northman versus you know little uh the, the dude from um uh, uh Banshees of Insharon yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the little kind of like uh, yeah the, that little, the, little motherfucker yeah, yeah the, the, the one who's, who's half half special yeah we have a theory that football changed names in ireland and became soccer because that's what you do to your wife after watching (laughs) soccer soccer in the mouth ireland's the other place that calls it soccer isn't it yeah yeah that's that's, that is interesting they're like hey beat your wife yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. to do Uh, yeah they're like dublin lost to london yeah dude there's a fucking uh there's an irish comedian i don't know his fucking name but he has a video where he's like um irish guy trying to fake an american accent and he walks in he goes uh, hey guys, I got some I got some real awful news. Uh, the boys were involved in a trolley crash. Uh, yeah, uh, one lad's gonna be grand, but the others they don't think it's gonna be. It's like, oh hey, you're watching the football game. <laughs> like, was, oh, there's a couple of Ewan McGregor movies where he got hired to be an American, and it's horrible. Oh He's yeah, like that yeah. guy's a moron. He's like, dude, try harder, try a little harder. Well, you went to acting school. Yeah, he had to he had to do the American accent in Doctor Sleep, and every yeah. once yeah. in a while it would slip just a little hey bit, guys, and I'm like, ah, you oh, you're in train spotting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. One of my most favorite accent slips of all time is in Forrest Gump when he sees Jenny at the Washington Monument and he yells Jenny once and he yells it again the second time he's full Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's he, like, goes, Jenny. he goes, Jenny. 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 <laughs> I no, saw you exactly. across the reflecting pool and thought maybe you could be a Bo Peep toy with me. 
Forrest Gump. <laughs> I love that. So all the anonymous comedy accounts I have set up for the aggregate TikTok and all this shit, they ask for your gender. So I just put she, her on all of them. So if I ever do get in trouble, I can be like, I'm a woman. <laughs> well, you had you had it as they, them on one, which is makes sense because if there's two of us, we are they, them. Yeah, right? we're yeah. too fat for yeah. the scale. <laughs> <laughs> are there two of you? You get out, you got the scale. It's like, hey, one at a time, all. please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, man, it's just like a, like a cheap fat joke. I'm like, damn, it's your pronouns they, them because you weigh like three motherfuckers. <laughs> oh. My my favorite new one. Is, well, I have two. It's um, it's uh, let me she them titties. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> uh, the jokes write they themselves. <laughs> Those are my two favorite ones about pronouns. Uh, Glenn Rose, an Austin comic, uh, who has uh, is now is gender neutral and goes by gender neutral pronouns. Uh, I love them. They're one of my close friends, but uh, their name is Glenn, and they were making a joke where they were like, oh, yeah, my name's Glenn, and my pronouns are Glenn Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do a skit where somebody trans robs a bank, and the, the bank teller is trying to be politically correct, and they're like, they had a gun. Like, <laughs> there were more than one? <laughs> How many were there? Well, do the one part, they're like, fuck, they came one time. in here, and they told everybody yeah. to get on the ground. Was it a squadron? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was talking to a comic one time. They were talking about a, a comic who I, I think was one of the best joke writers in Austin. I don't know if they're very active any, anymore these days. Their name was Robin. And somebody was telling me about one of Robin's jokes. And they're like, they did this and they did that. And for like, it was like a drunken uh, mugshots conversation. And for like the first five minutes of that conversation, I legitimately thought they were talking about an improv troupe. I was like, <laughs> oh, it was like a group of people doing this. Yeah, <laughs> they're real funny, those guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we are trying to do a recurring theme on this show about uh, restaurants that if you could time travel back and go to like if somebody asked me if I could time travel would you go back and kill Hitler well yeah but first I would stop at Italian Delight at Fair Oaks Mall <laughs> yeah. because I have a time machine I can still go back to before there's no rush yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got all the time in the world and I need to and have some pizza in fiction that involves time travel there's always this thing of getting it right again it's like no you have infinite tries yeah you yeah have, you have all the time yeah, that's, yeah. What, yeah. that's what Bill and Ted did they just kept doing it over and over yeah. and putting these keys on the desk because they fucked it up the other yeah. time so Copper's Cove Colleen is there anything that's closed down that you used to go to as a Ooh. kid that you wish you could go back um let's see yeah, so, so like, like for emotion, I wish I could go back to China Star. There's a buffet. This China is Donnie's Star is same dope. thing with Abilene. There was yeah. a bunch yeah. of Chinese. We actually we had a buffet named China Star in Abilene. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think it was an uncommon name. There, now there's there's one place though uh, that was actually good, and I worked there. It was called Crazy Canadian. It was a hamburger joint, and uh, the guy he was like an H E B stalker, and he was a like, dude. His name was Michael Goldstein. Stalker. All right, was that H B stalker. stalker? Yeah, he stalked, He loved H B too much. But uh, he was best place to meet H B stalker, and he worked. He was from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and he was like a fucking. Uh, this is dude. He took a year of leave of absence off of H -E from H E B and he started was skimming this groceries off the top. Yeah, to start a restaurant <laughs> in the stock room. He was one of those difficult dudes to work for. He's a fucking like just like like I uh, sorry. I will represent him at one point in a comedy <laughs> thing that I write because he was just such a character. Hell yeah. And uh, but yeah, he, but he also like he made some pretty good fucking burgers, man, and they were really good. And uh, I would like to go back to that place. That's one of my favorite things about Michael J. Fox. Is Spielberg found him and was like, I need a nebbish Jew that's not Jewish. <laughs> I found a Canadian guy that's funny that can act like an awkward. Jew and is not going to stereotype all of us. He's just a white Canadian dude that can act awkward. <laughs> I think that Michael J. Fox was probably the perfect 1980s protagonist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was like Back to the Future. He was 1985 in human form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, dude I, I, I rewatched um, Dodgeball the other day. Yeah. And Dodgeball was, I, I love that movie, by the way. What, yeah, it's fucking great comedy. Yeah. Uh, what's funny, though, is that like 
the so Vince Vaughn's character in Dodgeball is like one of the last times that the character in a movie and a comedy was just the coolest guy in the room. Yeah. Now every comedy guy is like he's a nerd, he sucks, nobody likes him. Yeah. They're like it was like Dodgeball's like no, it's Vince Vaughn. He was a loser. He fucking ran a gym that was failing, but he was like six three and he was kind of funny, so he yeah. fucked the chick that was there to yeah, audit right. him. <laughs> <laughs> and like now that would be the villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's funny how those patterns like yeah, yeah, change yeah, yeah. over the years, right? We use that dodgeball bit for men's mental health. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. If you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have feelings as a man, you're gay. You're not allowed to have that. <laughs> Nobody makes me feel my own feelings. That's why there's so many school shooters. Yeah, no right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, man. There's a place in Austin called Cam- Cam- Camarones Burritos yeah. on uh, 45th and Burnett. Was it called Come on These Burritos? Yeah, Come on These Mounts. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> But they have horrible customer service because the food is fucking awesome. Yeah. And this yeah, is they the can same thing it. they have in common with my favorite time travel restaurant, Italian Delight. The dude was an asshole. It was a dark <laughs> Italian place in the mall with like meat hanging from the ceiling and red and green <laughs> leather furniture with brass yeah. buttons. And you go in there and ask for a slice and the guy's like, whatever. Yeah. He's just <laughs> such a piece of shit. And there's a lot of taco places like that around here where they're horrible customer service, so you know the food's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be yeah. back. I, it doesn't matter how we treat you. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming Dude, back. Dude, there was... Man, I love this place to death. It's called Taco Mex. It's up on it's up on Manor Road. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a walk-up window. Yeah, by, by Sanson Apartments. Yeah. Uh, there was week-long stretches where I ate every meal from fucking Taco Max. And I would go there, and that guy, as much as I went up there, there was the the, the, the daytime guy, very nice, very friendly. Yeah. The nighttime guy never acknowledged that he knew who I was. I was no. like, probably coming here like a dozen times a week for five years. <laughs> yeah. You have to know who I am. But then I, I fucking kind of like tricked him one time because I would always ask for Menudo. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, no Menudo, no Menudo. And finally he just goes, Look, man, it's no more Menudo. And I was like, so you know who I am, though. Yeah. You know who I am, though, right? Hey, okay. See me tomorrow, bitch. Don't I get you. Because he would just he'd be like, let me get three this, three that. Okay, five minutes. Five minutes. He just closed the window. And it could be 30 seconds or it could be 15 minutes. But he's on five minutes. So we were playing Street Fighter Six, the new Street Fighter. Have Ooh. you seen this? No, I have not. So everyone's simping over Cammy now. Because they brought back the the old school outfit with a thong. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. Now you got that 4K. camel toe. It jiggles around. Yeah. So my ten year old son was playing it, and he was like, "Oh my god, she's caked up." And I hadn't, <laughs> I'd never heard that phrase before. Yeah. And I was like, "One, that's awesome. Two, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> Three, don't tell your mom she's caked up, but your mom is caked up, son." <laughs> I don't I don't know where that comes from. Like like what? Yeah, where did that come from? Like, I think it's like it's cake just, is butt. Yeah. I uh yeah I think it's, I I butter It's biscuits. one of those things where like 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 shit just like evolves. Yeah right. It's like oh you're cheeked up. We gotta look you're at che- Urban Dictionary. Yeah you're cheeked yeah. up. You're caked up. You know what I'm saying? You got you got that cake. You got that yeah. that bread. You got that you know what I'm saying? That flour. You got carbs it's back it's there. From George you know W. Bush. It's about the yellow cake. Yeah. Weapons of mass destruction. She got a couple weapons. Don't drop that shit. I mean you know that God you don't drop that shit. I think it might hit hit the dad point now if you start saying it. Yeah I know. Yeah, cool I don't anymore, want to be right? all dad and ruin it for everybody. Uh, the, 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 the new thing, the, as far as like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little in touch with the youth, just through you know, uh, and uh, you have uh, it's um, you're on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be out there. You're Chinese. It, yeah, it's uh, the wagon. She yeah. got a wagon. Shag oh, wagon. she got a wagon. That that yeah, one makes sense. She's got a right? wagon. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You, you see, you guys watch um, Succession. Yeah. Uh, so you can. Shiv? I, 
Yes. So I, I literally Googled, or I, I, looked, I searched on Twitter the phrase, Shiv got that wagon. Yeah. And it was hundreds upon thousands oh, of tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiv got that wagon. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so yeah, well, there's wagon, and there's like, and then like any variation you could do with that, like it's like, yo, man, she's carrying that luggage. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> junk in the trunk. Well, yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all derivative, you know. That's another old Texas saying. I worked with this old dude, and he saw a girl with a fat ass, and he was like, if I had a swing like that in my backyard, I'd take it apart and see how many screws I could get out of it. <laughs> like, God damn, dude. That was long. That was a thinker, but I was yeah, keeping yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so funny. you guys have a bunch of Lie, Cheat, Steal episodes about churches. Yeah, churches come up pretty often. And I happen to have gone to Liberty University. Oh wow! So I really enjoyed the Hulu documentary in the name of God forbid whatever the yeah, yeah. the new one about the church that yeah. shit was going on when I was there the yeah. the power was being passed from Jerry to his son. Oh, is that is that about old. the him jerking off in the corner or... while the guy bangs his wife and all the yes the, he owned all the yeah it's on Hulu it's called God forbid I have to pull that one up it's great yeah but when I was there we put a rainbow flag on Jerry Falwell's suburban and got <laughs> and they had a whole they had church three times a week Monday Wednesday. Friday, you have to go to convocation. Yeah. It takes up time when you should be at college going to class and getting a degree. But they had to like redicate your life to Christ and everything. Yeah. It was ch- fucking church. Three times a week for an hour. That's and one of those on the Wednesday after we put the rainbow sticker on the Reverend Falwell's Suburban, they said someone desecrated the Reverend's vehicle with a homosexual icon. <laughs> and we know... This is Freddie Mercury on the <laughs> And they did that old cop shit where they're like, we know who you are and who did it. And if you step forward right now, your punishment will be less. Yeah, we knew they didn't know. So we put our hands behind our head like Han Solo and leaned back and we're like, let's wait and see if. (laughs) I mean, we're not going to step forward. But Lynchburg, Virginia is in a triangle of cities uh, where the Ku Klux Klan started in Georgia as an anti-wife beating association, yeah. where if your wife shows up at the grocery store with a black eye, they burn a cross in your front yard, and they go, we know what you're doing. And uh, as it moved closer to the Mason-Dixon line, it became more about something else. <laughs> and just like in Vidar, Texas now here, they have a sign up that says, don't go out at night, and it's kind of a warning. Yeah, yeah well, that's an old thing. I have a Vidar story when you're done. Okay, so in Virginia, there's three towns, Lynchburg, Blacksburg and Christiansburg. Blacksburg is where Tech was. I went to visit yeah, all my friends. I've toured co- out there. It's okay. a fucking beautiful country. It's yeah, out, Christiansburg it's out is UVA. So they added a burg on the three of those towns. So it used to say on the map, the map, Christians lynch blacks. <laughs> As a warning to not even go anywhere yeah. near the tri county area yeah like holy go shit. around before i-95 was there you couldn't yeah. just zerp through yeah dude they fucking uh we so i was in uh i was Vida. in a show in beaumont yeah recently and i'm out there and so i i i'd been on the road for like a while and, I, and my voice was fucked and so i kind of lost my voice i was out like this a little bit and i was like um i was coat was that you need to throw uh, yeah i need to throw i need a sleepy time tea Viking, i need dude. that little i need that little bear <laughs> in the fucking sofa but uh so i was like Hey guys, like, yes, I lost my voice. I was like, yes, yeah, you know how I lost my voice, and uh, and, and this fucking um, this guy, I was like, I was like, you know, I lost my voice. I was like, oh, what's a town y'all don't like? And this guy goes, Vidor. And I said, oh, here's the thing. I was actually up all night screaming, fuck Vidor. That's how I lost my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like a laugh or whatever. And this lady raised her hand. And I was like, uh, yes, ma'am. She goes, I'd like you to know that I'm the mayor pro Tim of Vidor County. <laughs> and some people laughed at her. I can tell they weren't laughing with her. They were laughing at her. And I was like, 
Oh yeah, I was like, oh okay, and I was like, all right. It's so like I made like one more joke about her later. I was like, really? I said about dishonesty being the best policy. I was like, right, yeah. right, politician yeah. lady, pro tem. Yeah, but <laughs> apparently, how long you're there. apparently she was like one of these like recent like red wave like I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the local government and fuck shit up real quick. Marjorie, a little Marjorie Taylor. Yeah, Green yeah, she's like the Marjorie Taylor yeah. Green. It's like this this winery in Beaumont was uh the the staff was fucking was all like LGBTQ, and. So like the dude was there. He's a very extravagant southern gay fat guy who's wearing like long flowing clothing. He's a really majestic man. And he was like, yo, fuck her. She was a goddamn uh, barista three years ago, and now she's fucking doing this. <laughs> and I had no problem with the working class getting to politics, please, by all means. But it was just funny because it was like, oh, that's one of these new like – Oh, I gotta get out there and fight for the fucking you know fight for that. I'm gonna get in local government. It's on, yeah. it's on that Facebook group. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They're taking our rights away. All yeah. the rights that we have, yeah. they're coming. Yeah. They're coming for all ninety hundred of them, and we're only gonna have ten thousand ninety nine yeah. left. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so Trump has been almost about to go to jail for like uh, ten years now. Yeah, right. This has got the record for like dude almost about to go to jail yeah, yeah, for the yeah. longest. But Dude. for a day there, it was almost looking like him and Bam Margera were going to go to the jail at the same time, yeah. <laughs> which would have been rad if they were in the same cell. This guy's yeah. a jackass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Bam's like, this is Bam Margera. This is yeah. fuck the president in his ass. I'm going to call April from jail and put <laughs> Trump on the phone. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. But mixed with yeah. YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a jackass. So Donnie has a friend that wants to get married, but she only wants to marry the ten percent of top ten percent of men, which is cute. All of she wants to ten percent of men. Yeah, all both of them. Hey, let's just say standards are very high. Yeah, right. But the top ten percent of men don't get married because those dudes are rich as fuck, and you yeah. don't give half your assets to someone who doesn't think right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a big, that's like hiring a werewolf as an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like giving half of your Fortune 500 company to someone who's bipolar. Nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same argument about having a woman president. Yeah. You have to wait till after menopause so they can make good decisions. Well, that was the old Ollie G. Joe thing that he said. He's like, yeah, but then like Secretary of State would be Brad Pitt. He's <laughs> just the most like <laughs> dumbass <laughs> chauvinist idea. Yeah. Yeah, the vice president. President's gonna be a trans, and you can kill me, but you're just gonna open the <laughs> the pronouns up for everybody. So you remember the old thing from church where if you put a frog in the, it's about sin, how sin creeps into your life. Oh, if you, you put, put a frog, a frog in, the pie, in the like water, you turn the turn the water up a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So this says a lot about the type of people that believe in that kind of stuff. Who's boiling frogs to eat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is West Virginia, Kentucky Bones bullshit. And all. Yeah, Bones, this came from some old tale about yeah. how to eat frog legs. Yeah, who's, who's just putting frogs in a pot and slowly increasing the water to see <laughs> Here, what happens? Here's an important well, the lesson. Well, like analogies that, like, as I get older, like, make this fucking sense. Where it's like, like, it's like people can use an analogy to like, obviously, you gotta have like some sort of abstract thinking. But it's always funny where they're like. All right, let's just say it's about like, like immigration or whatever. And they're like, so if I have these M&Ms right here, and one of these M&Ms is poison, and I want to eat all the M&Ms, if I eat one, if I, like, what if, I just, if I just didn't eat any of the M&Ms, would that be good? It'd be like, and I remember like seeing that when I was like 16 and being like, you guys make a lot of sense. And like, I'm like, but we're not fucking M&Ms. Like, nobody poisons M&Ms. Like, it's just like, it's not a one-to-one. -one. So yeah. analogies are just very funny because like, I had a friend who could not 
have a simple disagreement with you without comparing it to World War II. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. And he, he was that guy, and he'd be like, like one time, like all of our, it was me, and my, the, our, me and my two friends, and all of our girlfriends got in an argument, and we all had to like, oh, like no. navigate that. We were like nineteen or twenty, so we're all so stupid. Yeah. And like, and like Justin would always just be like, "Okay, okay, let's say I'm Germany. It's 1938. <laughs> You're France. Derek is, I don't know, Norway. And like, you like, <laughs> play risk now in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, man, none of this makes any fucking sense, man. What are you doing? Here's how sin creeps into your life. Yeah, yeah. Say you're trying to fuck your cousin, yeah. but she might. <laughs> Might be your sister, and you go a little bit further. Now, you, you guys are go jizz in a tube and send it to National <laughs> Geographic <laughs> and find out if your cousin's your sister or not. And then the frog yeah. is boiled, and we all have dinner. Man, hey. what kind of fucking West Virginia like like gambit is that? Where you're like, hey girl, I, I know we might be cousins and we want to have sex, and I think we should know first if we do it. So could you jack me off into this fucking <laughs> into this spit tube from from fucking twenty three me, Francois McGillicay? Hey, I, I got the I got the results back. Turns out we are cousins. Good thing we didn't mess around with each other <laughs> i just got my dna test turns out we can't fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> turns into that scene from joe dirt it's like yeah yeah turned oh, out yeah. we she wasn't my sister yeah. and then they have sex again i'm your sister i'm your sister <laughs> so you had a great old bit about court pants that you don't do anymore do you I, still I do, do court pants yeah okay. i still do court pants uh it is it has evolved okay uh now it's uh what's well, of the court pants like, i still burn I, it your special's coming out yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I still do that, but like, I, 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 go into this whole thing about like a legitimate court pants story. Yeah, where I fucking, uh, where I went to, uh, I. This is my favorite peasy bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like the yeah, I, I will burn the court pants bit out of here. But I fucking went out and, and did this one where I was. We have like, two listeners. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I six about subscribers a, on YouTube. A real court pants story where I fucking, um, I had a. Uh, I got. I was losing weight. I got to the point where I could. I could pull my pants off at night and not undo the belt. Yeah. Like if you're drunk or whatever, you just pull them off, and then yeah, yeah. I could pull them back on the next day without having to like undo the belt. And I was yeah. like, "That's a fat guy milestone." I was like, "So one morning, I throw my cord pants. Didn't realize I still had a belt in them. I put on another belt." And then you were double belted. You were Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then I, I, I'm, I'm right. like, have you ever? I was like, you ever gone through a court metal detector with two belts? Instant <laughs> conversation. I was like, they want to know what's happening. And I was like, yeah, well, things didn't go good in there. I was gonna hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> Or not, you know, you never know yeah, what yeah, really yeah, happened. That's, I'm like, that's not really a joke you can make in a court metal detector. They're kind of required right. to take it seriously. I may or may not have Epstein. You don't know. Yeah. Your thing back in the day was you can tell how bad your life is falling apart if your mom calls your church pants your court pants. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, yeah. Those are bad decisions. Like your mom From calls zero your to pants, Nature Valley pants. granola bars. How bad is your life? Oh, man. man. Nice. So do you have plugs? Anything's coming up? Yeah, yeah man. So I just oh, you asked me right? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. So I j- am going to be doing a monthly show at South Austin Comedy Club called yeah. Saturday Pint Live. It's going to be June 8th. Uh, Rochelle McConaughey is going to headline. Uh, July. July 8th. July, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's going to be back in time. We're calling it a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, I need you to go back. You have a show balls. three yeah, weeks Yeah, yeah, you got to go back in time. You got to get a magic Italian. And then yeah. You got to kill Hitler and you got to come to my show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be at South Austin Comedy Club. Uh, it's going to be at 9.30. It's a Saturday. We're going to be kicking off as a monthly. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Are you going to need me to pick you up and bring you to that? It's <laughs> very far <laughs> south. 
No, I will. I should. I'll have my car fixed by then. I, I'm I, willing if you get me in. I worked. I, I'll do oh, it for shit, a free I ticket. I worked six days a week for the last fucking, hell yeah uh, two weeks, and so like I, I I changed my spark plugs the week before, and this last one I had to do one more thing to the car. No, that's and awesome. Last Sunday, I was like, I worked six days. I was like, I'm not fucking leaving the apartment. No, today. when I no, was I'm doing comedy ten years ago, it was because I wanted Austin comedy scene to be something. And now I started again because I want South Austin comedy yeah. to be. It just became more federated, <laughs> yeah. more yeah, like yeah. Local. Austin comedy is fine. They don't need my help. Yeah, yeah, but so, yeah, but so, yeah. South Austin Comedy Club, man. Uh, we have a large group of live. people south here yep. that are very happy to support South Austin yeah, Comedy. Let's do it. Yeah, July and 8th, we're going to secede from Austin and become our own uh, yeah, January sixth. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do an insurrection against the uh, <laughs> the mothership. <laughs> Yeah, and tell them that we have our own goddamn government yeah, down we're gonna here. We're going to be alt, alt comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're going to have to move south if it gets too big. Yeah, I might have to. I'm going to do it for rent reasons. Who knows? Yeah. I don't cross the river unless you pay me ten thousand dollars, <laughs> Linda Evangelista style. All right, and your podcast? My podcast is Lie, Cheat, and Steal. Uh, it's available on all streaming platforms. We talk about liars, frauds, thieves, bullshitters. It's non-murder, true crime. It's scam artists, anybody using weaponized dishonesty. If that sounds interesting to you, check it out. We are on Twitter at, uh, at LCS Podcast. We're also on TikTok at Lie, Cheat, Steal Podcast. And we are on Patreon, and it's at uh, Lie, Cheat, and Steal Podcast. And Vanilla Presley is on Spotify. Vanilla Presley is on Spotify. It's my comedy rap group. We do with Lane Crayrup. You can also check us out on an old episode of Johnny Bananas' uh, First Look on NBC. <laughs> That's and you my... guys are steady on Spider. Uh, shit's golden now. Shit's golden with the house bands. So every, the first Monday of every month, we're going to be doing songs so over at Spider and House. South. You're getting stretched. Yeah, dog, I'm all over. I'm I'm catching it one one way or the other. And this this dog's going this way. This dog's going this way. I'm in the middle. Like, what do you want from me? Your bio says on tour all the time. So yeah, yeah, North Austin, South Austin, all over. I'm off the road. I'm off the road till like early next year because I was getting tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) And check out Josh on Grinder. He he's at Gay Dad on Twitter. Daddy dance. I got my daddy uh, dances. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll talk to you next time. Bye. like that kind of talk.